Hey everybody, welcome back to the Not A Problem Podcast. Um, you can tell we still don't have an intro, but one of our buddies is working on it. He's working on a juicy fucking juice baseline for us. Juicy fucking juice! <laughs> so, uh, we're waiting on that, and I think uh, the plan is is that when we get that, the first episode that we use that uh, intro, we're going to have him on, talk about what he does. Um, he does some pretty, pretty cool shit. He plays Army with us sometimes. Alright everyone. Um, pretty funny dude as well. I'm excited to have him on. So oh, hopefully yeah. we get that in the near future, so we can um, bring him around. So talk about the band a little bit. Talk about what he does. Yeah, fuck yeah. I don't even know what he does for work. Oh, you know what? I don't even know his first name. I feel like it's Eric. Robert. Oh, it's oh. <laughs> it's, You're way off. It's, it's definitely not Eric. <laughs> Robert Prisoner. So Mondo, how was your week, man? Dude. My week was uh, pretty good. It was my birthday this week, but in Ching Ching. Yeah, happy birthday! I'm now worth 25 cents in the body department. Now 25 years old. So, um, that is uh, a. What's that? Nothing. Go on. How was your week? Uh, it, was, it was great. I mean, <laughs> me and the girl, well, we're finally both unsick now, so that's nice. Um, that's a plus. Yeah. This week I made my first official sale, which was awesome. That's super neat. Yeah, in the in the job. Definitely not there yet, but you know we're mm. we're making our way downtown. That's but, good. That's good. Yeah. So the uh, the birthday was this weekend. We went mm-hmm. go karting. It was pretty fun. Like we went to this little like Euro kart thing at first, which was like yeah. man, you got like you got like 10, mm. 10, 15 miles European. an hour. Yeah, and we like raising around, <laughs> and it was so funny. Like when you would go around some of the turns. And you would like really like try and hold to the corner super hard. Your tires would literally go boom, 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 <laughs> like because they were <laughs> the turn like the front tires would do that around the turn because it couldn't like actually go around. Yeah. So after that, we were like, oh, look, there was an adult track. And we're like, dude, we should definitely go and do that. So uh, at first we sat down in them, and the carts were huge. Like I'm not a big dude, and the cart was like long. Like, it was tight, but it was, like, long, so, like, my feet could barely, like, reach the pedals. Well, <laughs> they had these little things where you could flip down the bars, and it would, like, extend the pedal another three inches towards you. So, I was like, hell yeah, dude. I'm in now. So, we did that. Professional dude. racer. Oh, right man. Here. I was, like, immediately, I felt like, like, I was like, my name is Armando Enriquez, and I drive Formula One. And I immediately, whenever I when I sat in the seat, I was like, "This is my this is my dream, dude." Like, here we go. And I just started going. I go, I went crazy, dude. Like every. That's, that's, uh, that's super neat. Oh, dude. It sounds really fun. It was a blast. Like I was like, they give you like your track times afterwards, or like what how fast you were doing the laps. And I placed yeah. second to this other guy, sadly, but I got stuck behind a couple people, so. I blame it like on like 100 pounds soaking wet, dude. Dude, I mean, it's only a matter of time till like, a Mario or whatever, some Formula One driver's like, hello, Armando, would you like to be on our Formula I One team? I saw your track time yeah. in Europe. <laughs> in, that, in that little shitty amusement park that I was at. But, it, I mean, they did hella good for that. Like, it was a very small, like, little amusement park, but their track was really fun. Me and my dad, we talked about this earlier. Me and my dad did one of those. I mean, you had to wear like the flame retardant. Uh, yeah, we had to wear the like the, the, hat, the yeah. face sock and everything, and then Fuck the helmet. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. That shit was fun. Me and my dad were going at it until his shoulder started to hurt. So, dude, well, there's was, one in Virginia we Beach, so around that motherfucker. Yeah, hell That's yeah. That's the one we went to. Down by the aquarium or, or whatever it is. I think so. Somewhere I think that was the same there. one. 
But it was fun as hell. So when you come down for your uh, vacation, hell hit yeah, hit the track. The Cuban hell versus yeah. the American. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like uh, the the what is that the cold? No, I can't even think of it. Cuban Missile Crisis, right? Yeah. Thing? Yeah, that could yeah. be the name of our race, dude. Dude, we don't have GoPros. We could put a YouTube video up of our amazing race. I, I have a GoPro. I might have to pick up a GoPro. I, I don't, don't think they're that one. much. They are a lot. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Maybe not. Maybe not. I have like a Hero 3, I think, but last time I knew, they're a lot. 190. 399. No GoPro Hero 7 White. $5,000. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Anyways, my week went well. Um, oh, I didn't even ask you about your week. How was your week? Yeah, my week went well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, it, was, it was good. You know, it was just another normal week. Just the same shit every day. You know what I mean? I just go to work and go to the gym, you know? I don't recall anything super funny happening. Um, anything super neat. Um, fuck, I bought a new headset as... <laughs> video watchers could see it is quite spicy what brand is I that for the it. listeners it's HyperX, dude this is uh a very good headset i'm really enjoying it when we play arma we've play, uh, been playing a lot of arma lately um it's fucking it's phenomenal it, even music like i listen to rez i hear stuff i've never heard and heard music before and he's and deaf it's, it's me yeah i'm deaf <laughs> <laughs> thanks army <laughs> but um yeah, dude, I gave my old headset to my nephew today, and he lit up like a fat kid in the candy store. Oh, dude, I it's, bet he's stoked. really cool. And I think since I'm in the works of getting a new PC, you know, there's going to be a little... I don't know if he listens to this or not. I mean, he's pretty young, so I'm going to keep it on the DL, but there's some works there as well when I get a new PC. Oh, he's going to be freaking out. Oh, yeah, it's going to be really cool. But, um, fuck, other than that, uh, we've been playing Arma a lot, uh... Mondo and Lance, our other buddy, tried to get me to play Stellaris, and honestly, I couldn't figure out what the fuck I was doing, so I just got a little <laughs> irritated and quit. Yeah, there's <laughs> a learning usually, curve. I usually don't do that. I try. I tried my best, but fuck, dude. Everyone just was dying. I was losing money. All right, dude. It's like it's like right. certain people in certain games, man. It's like me and Smite. You know, like We just don't get along anymore. But I think, <laughs> I think your issue with Smite is you need to play someone other than a mage. You need to try it. Right. See, play like an assassin or or like a warrior. You know what I mean? I don't know, Mage, man. They're so squishy, and it's the same. It's probably the same build. That's probably why you feel like everyone's the same. Yeah, you it's just. I mean? Yeah. I think you need to try someone else. I think you'd really like Vamana as a warrior. Or um. Baloney. Know, someone like. <laughs> yeah, Baloney. Bologna, <laughs> but, or even like um. Fuck a guardian, Tintin. Tintin's super cool. Zintang. Zintang. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I might. I don't know. I just. You, I think you just need to try something else. I know. I need to shake it up. Because we were melting you, and that one game that you tried last week, we melted you in like one hit. Well. And that's usually the deal with mages, anyway. To be fair. To my, be fair. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> my teammates. We're just attacking one by one, so I'd get up there defending the tower, and you guys would just tower, di tower dive me every time because well, I had no defense. Yeah, there's a lot of tower diving in Smite, I've noticed as well. Yeah. For those that don't know tower diving, so in Smite you have towers. Uh, you're supposed to destroy the towers before you get to the phoenix, which is obviously ju it's just like a phoenix. It's a bird after you destroy 
the bird, you can move on to the Titan, which is like you have to destroy the Titan to win the game. So you have to work through those objectives to ultimately win. Um, tower dive-in is basically when, like, so let's say Mondo, he plays a mage. Mages are super squishy, but they can also be very powerful. Usually they, in my opinion, they rely on their power to stop people from overpowering them because they kill the people before they can melt them in one hit, basically. So Mondo would be the only one in lane. And we would just kind of go in on him. Like uh, me playing Kumba, I have over 3,000 health at full build usually. I can just go in on the tower and the tower doesn't do anything to me. So I can just stun him and my boys can come in since the tower is hitting me, focused on me. Fuck me up. And just, you know, fuck him up. It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Super fun though. It, I mean, it was, and that's the thing. I used to really enjoy it. I don't know where it went. I think it's because we stopped playing Conquest. Like I did enjoy Conquest a lot. I really enjoy Conquest. But now that we're in that group with all those people they always want to play in-house matches and well, honestly we only did that that time because there were six people mm. i didn't think there was gonna be six i thought we were gonna have five and we we're gonna do conquest and conquest is a three lane it's the same thing but there's three different lanes and there's two jungles and jungles is where the assassins go to level up and all that good shit yeah so but on another note Arma. Oh, no, no, they're <laughs> Arma has Arma, been yeah. the, the way to go recently for us. Yeah, Arma's super fun. I mean, if any of you guys have not played on her or watched videos on Arma, it's like, it's like the closest you can get to like a sim of, like simulation. Yes, uh, yeah, of yeah. uh, of arm of like what an army actually does or stuff like that. It's not like exact. Like it's not like no, perfect not. Ro like perfect role plays and stuff like that. But it's more like you take a helicopter out to the AO, they drop you off. You set up kind of like what you're supposed to be doing like our in our instance we were a mortar team so we were setting yeah. up a mortar and dropping mortar fire on enemies when we would find them on a the map that shit was fun pretty fun i was getting a little irritated that our backpacks kept disappearing but yeah, a little buggy do? but it's arma yeah <laughs> there's always gonna be bugs yeah but, but other than that nothing much uh fuck so today's today's main focus of the episode is part two, part two of the conspiracy theories and if you guys weren't here for last week we started with the we did we talked about the um earth theory. middle earth theory and then the it's the uh also the um what is that concave. one concave, concave earth theory yeah <laughs> talked about those and then degree angles yeah uh, 55 oh my god that one? whole artillery shit was so funny um <laughs> And then we also talked about the cancer cure being hidden by the FDA and Big Pharma. And we kind of started, we went on a tangent with uh, aliens for a while too. But yeah. today's concept is going to be a little bit more darker, at least on my end. It's not going to be on Daryl's yeah, end. I'm, ex I'm really excited to hear what uh, Mondo has to throw at us yeah. this time. I was, yeah. I was a little taken away with last week's, but it's super <laughs> interesting. And he told me the name of what he's talking about. And I'm just like... Yo, that sounds super neat, dude. It's gonna be fun. My, mine's okay. Like I made notes. I got a couple pages of notes. Oh here. my goodness! Look at this guy. He jumps out of college and he just makes notes about everything. Fuck you. So I was in the off. woods yesterday and saw an oak tree. So I took three pages of notes on it, eh? <laughs> Listen, man. Um, our our buddy Brian. He, you know, he's always throwing the suggestions at us because he's super cool, super good dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it sucks enough. He just moved back home. What episode do we have him in here, in? Um. The keg stands. Yeah, keg stands. Um, and par parties or something. Okay. USA champs and 
pissing on people or something? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got pissed on. That's what that was. Yeah, I got pissed on and thrown up on. It was great. So... But what do you got for us today? I'm going to talk about the Mandela Effect. All right. If you don't know, the Mandela Effect is a form of collective misremembering of common events or details. This this, um, phenomena, I guess you could call it, first emerged in 2010 when a numerous amount of people on the internet falsely remembered Nelson Mandela was dead. It was widely believed that he had died in prison during the 1980s when really Mandela was freed in 1990 and passed away in 2013. I honestly don't even know who the fuck that guy is. <laughs> the only reason I know who he is is because of the Mandela effect. And just hearing about it, like on that uh, podcast I talked about, which said uh, talked about last week, the Mysterious Universe, because they actually talked about this a little bit uh, like a year or two ago when I first started listening to them. Okay. So that's the only reason why I know about this. And Brian, I got, funny enough, he actually uh, suggested it to me because, I, you know, before last week's episode, I was like, hey, we're going to talk about conspiracy theories. He's like, oh, have you heard of the Mandela effect? It's like, yeah, I have. And I just don't really know what I can see him being be- very, like, articulate with, with conspiracy theories. Like, he'd be a guy who could learn a conspiracy theory and then really, like, put out good, like... You know he, what I mean? He He's very it. articulate. So, like, he, he, he could, like, explain it super, super well. Yeah, he loves it. Um, so, anyways, back to it. There is a paranormal consultant named Fiona Broom, and that's Broom with an E, who coined the term Mandela Effect to explain the collective misremembering. After this first instance in uh, 2010, many other examples started popping up all over the internet. And we know how the internet works. Something comes up, you know, especially Reddit, memes and stuff. uh, People just kind of fuel the fire, even though it's fake. So there's a couple examples that uh, popped up on the internet after this 2010 incident. Well, phenomena. Uh, C-3PO from Star Wars actually has a silver leg, but it was wrongly recalled that he was gold, like all gold. So I remember, I I never watched Star Wars, okay? I remember him being all gold. Wait, 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 wait. Let's just stop right there. You never have seen Star Wars, my man? I've watched like one. It's just not my my thing, man. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> gonna talk like that the rest of the episode. <laughs> no, you're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> So, I, my, what I remember is that C3PO is all gold. Okay. Yes. I don't know about you. I know Fact checked is true. I know you're. But it says he has a silver leg. Uh, at one point he does. Okay, so yeah. that's kind of that's kind of on the fence there. And uh, there's the other one is people also wrongly believe that the Queen in Snow White says mirror mirror on the wall. But rather, she says magic mirror on the wall. Hmm. What the fuck? Right? I, I don't think I've ever watched Cinderella either, but... Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, pretty pretty great life, huh? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we watched Trees and Woods whenever I was younger. <laughs> well, I'm looking out my window right now. It's snowing, okay? Yeah, that's and strange. There's a, cor- there's a cornfield across the way, so that's, that's what I got going on here. Are you live in the Bermuda Triangle? One <laughs> <laughs> fuck nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> So, Fiona Broom, the paranormal consultant mentioned uh, not too long ago, explains that the Mandela effect through explains the Mandela effect through pseudoscientific theories, claiming that differences arise from movement between parallel realities. This is based off the theory that within each universe, alternative versions of events and ob- objects exist. So, parallel realities meaning the multiverse. 
Okay. Obviously, I think most of us can uh, determine what that means, right? Yeah. So we have our universe right now, and then the parallel universe could be me and you would be switched. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, multi like, like multi layers to a universe. Basically, you'd be doing my my stuff that I'm doing in life, my job and all that, and I'd be doing yours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to, I guess for a short example, Broom also makes the comparisons between existence and the holodeck of the USS Enterprise from Star Trek. So this says that the holodeck, for those of you who don't know, including me, because I never really watched Star Wars either. <laughs> or not Star Wars, Star Trek. Um, it was a virtual reality system which created recreational experiences. By Broom's explanation, memory errors are soft software glitches. This is also explained as being similar to the film The Matrix. Uh, not to burst anyone's bubble, but fuck, man. I need to go out and uh, watch some more movies. I Jesus think I've Christ! I didn't watch The Matrix either. I'm going to send you a <laughs> list that I made for Marissa. All the movies that you have to watch. Like, every I'm movie that like, you have to watch. It's just like... Never on my list to go see a movie. I felt the urge yesterday to do it, but do you have? Do did you can't? You were, did? Do you still have Netflix or no? No, I don't. I have Hulu. Okay. Well, even if you have Hulu, there's a bunch of good. I think that Matrix is on Hulu right now. You should definitely watch well, that one. Well, I need to take a look. So, back into it. Other theories suggest that the Mandela effect evidences changes in history caused by time travelers. There are then claims that. Distortions result from spiritual attacks linked to Satan, black magic, or witchcraft. Even though these theories appeal to many, they aren't scientifically testable. So, <laughs> what is that? Satan, black magic, or witchcraft? What do you think, Mondo? Spiritual mm. attacks <laughs> on the Mandela effect. Do you think time travelers are coming in to our universe from other universes doing witchcraft and making us think that certain phenomena are not the way they are? I mean, I think boss. that I th boss. I think that <laughs> I think that I mean, if if I would go so far to believe that aliens exist, I don't think that mm -hmm. that would be out of the question. I mean, they have like, if you think about the universe like an like if you think about our universe like an onion, and we're like mm -hmm. the layer in the middle of it, and let's yeah. say that they have explored, they have like, not have experiences, but think that there's other dimensions. So those other dimensions are layered around us, so what we are. Yeah, okay. And saying that, I don't think that it's I don't think it would be necessarily just evil people that can access that. I think that if you do believe in a multi-dimensional system, it would be like another world like us living mm -hmm. on another layer of like what we see as existence. So like So Go ahead. What you're saying is is the the multi-universe theory in in your eyes is like an onion. There's layers. And we're on yes, the onions layer. have and layers, onion. donkey. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know that. <laughs> no, but like, so yeah, like they, I feel like, like, I don't know if you've never seen the movie Interstellar, I'm guaranteeing. Yes, uh, I knew it. <laughs> so, in Interstellar, he, <clears throat> he pretty much goes into space to try and figure out uh, why, another universe that the world could live on. But he gets okay. sucked into, like, an interdimensional wormhole basically and he goes into this and he's able to contact himself in a past dimension what the so fuck? like he, he's able to see what's going on in the past dimension now that's like saying that like the like the fibers of our entire like system and living and everything like that that it's all just like a one it's like it's like 
That was the best experience. It's like a theater. Like ours is one screen inside the theater. There's mm-hmm. multiple things going on inside that theater. That's like that. Like we can't see them. They may live in a totally different like biosphere than us. Like it might be totally different, but we're in this instance and they're in the next instance. I probably confused a lot of people by saying that, but I've heard so much shit on this that it's I'm like I'm losing my fucking mind. Right <laughs> what do you think about time? Do you think time can be changed? Yeah. I think that if we're visited by anybody right now, it's in like the way future. Like I don't think that we have that kind of I mean, this goes into like wormhole theories and stuff like that though cuz like if you travel yeah. through like a wormhole you technically lose time. There's also saying that people can go back in time by flying around the earth at a certain speed. Yeah. Like they, they showed in Superman in one film, but they also tracked it in an like a, a fighter jet. I don't know what, which one it was, an F-16 or an F-17, something like that. It flew mm-hmm. around the world as fast as it can, and it came up two seconds less whenever the clocks, they, they compared the clocks whenever okay. they came back. So yeah, there is definitely mm-hmm. a gap in time okay. that can be attained, but I don't think that we have the capability of doing it right now we probably definitely don't <laughs> and that 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 could be like him flying around just could be like a magnetic pull on his instruments or something like that 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 changed that up like they say that certain spots of the world do that but mm-hmm. i feel like the future of people if mankind survives till two thousand three thousand more years let's just say and we don't just all end up going to some nuclear apocalypse the apocalypse or some shit like that uh-huh. then who knows i mean in what is it, in the last like 50 years we wouldn't have had microwaves tvs all that shit so who knows what's mm-hmm. possible you know yeah touchscreen devices yeah. like 30 years ago everybody looked at you and been like you're fucking how do you how do i touch a tv and it does something yeah how do i talk to something named alexa that's a black circle on my desk yeah that tells yeah, the government that's, that's all of the still, things about my house. I mean, that's, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> well, you don't even have to do that. Your phone does that. I, I could say, I um, what do I want? I want food. And all I see is fucking ads for food. Yeah. We're getting way off topic here. But that's okay. anyways. <laughs> so moving from Satan, black magic, and witchcraft, we go to the actual science that might describe the effect of Mandela. Psychologists explain the Mandela effect via memory and social effects, particularly false memory. This involves mistakenly recalling events or experiences that have not occurred or distortion of existing memories. So I guess this could be a very, very dull example would be dude who caught the fish that's this big. Mm -hmm. But it's actually this big. Okay. Ten years ago or you know what I mean? Yeah. Something along the lines. Very, very dull example that might apply to it. I'm not really sure. False memories occur in numerous ways. For example, the Dees Row Digger McDermott paradigm demonstrates how learning a list of words that contain closely related items such as bed and pillow produces false recognition of related but non-presented words such as sleep. So words can trigger words can trigger other things is what I'm gathering from that. Yeah. Memory inaccuracy can also arise from what's known as source monitoring errors. These are instances where people fail to distinguish between real and the imagined. U.S. professor Jim Cohen demonstrated this with the Lost in the Mall procedure. Cohen gave his family members short narratives describing childhood events. One was about his brother getting lost in a mall, which wasn't real. 
So he, yeah. I'm assuming since this dude's a professor, his brother is around the same age as him. It's not an actual kid because it doesn't exactly say in the article, but we're just assuming here. Um, gave him this narrative that wasn't real about being lost in the mall. And his brother not only believed the event occurred, but his brother added additional details that he didn't even tell him about. So, mm. yeah, so that's, that's a bit fucky to me. Um, then there was a cognitive psychologist an expert on human memory, Elizabeth Elizabeth Loftus, Loftus applied the technique to a large to a larger sample, and twenty five percent of the participants failed to recognize the event that the event was false. I don't know how big the sample was. Uh, I didn't exactly deepen go into that, but like at the end of this, we're gonna have the links. I only have two links today, actually, instead of seven. Um, the links, and if you guys are super interested in that, it's a little further down under the science tab. Um, so 25%, actually, I can just look right now. 25%, man. That's a lot of people. Out of, I mean, out of 100%, it's, it's only a quarter, but. Okay, it's a video. We're not going to do that. So if you're <laughs> interested in the video, it's about four minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and watch it. So a couple more examples near the end of this. It's th- it talks about incorrect recall. Um, I didn't feel that was important enough to like put in here, but some dude wrote a book in 1932. It's called Remembering, and what did he do? He read Canadian Indian tale, Indian folk tale, War of the Ghost to participants. He found that listeners omitted unfamiliar details and transformed information to make it more understandable. This process is called effort after meaning and occurs in the real-world situations, too. For instance, research has previously shown how when participants recall the contents of a psychologist's office, they tend to remember the consistent items, such as bookshelves, and omit the inconsistent items, like a picnic basket. What are you thinking? Because honestly, I, I couldn't fucking tell you, buddy. I feel like... I think the the greatest argument that is against Mandela theory is like telephone effect. Like whenever you play telephone as a little kid, yeah, you know how like you say like the teacher says something in your ear and then you're supposed to pass it to the next person, the next person, the next person, the next person, the next person. Yeah. So like at the end of it all, that she wants to show you that the, that it's changed over time. Like as it's passed down the line, everybody's kind of said something different. It's not. It's like in the same sort of that, except that your the theory is is that your brain constructs something from a dimension that's not of your own okay that's pretty much it that's what i'm grasping from the i don't know much about the mandela effect well i'm the the quote-unquote expert of this today and honestly i've learned the most about it today than yeah. i have you know i did i read it a little bit like last week and all that because i didn't think we were going to spend an hour and a half two hours on it um so i mean that is definitely a good argument against it but the telephone theory really fucks with me too. It's like how how do you mess that up? Yeah. I mean <laughs> like I mean as kids she's like she's like, Hey, tell Jimmy to shut the fuck up and you say, Hey, fuck fucking shut up, Nick Nicky and then it just goes down because you're trying to be funny, but at the end of it all, the last person's like, Hey, I want a donut and everybody's like, What the <laughs> hell? Like where is this gone? <laughs> you got donuts, man? <laughs> so <laughs> We've got a couple more examples here. Um, I got a big example at the end, which kind of threw me for a loop. All right. But this this one is um, the mistaken belief that Uncle Pennybags, the Monopoly guy, wears a monocle. I guess he doesn't. 
I, when I imagine him, he wears a fucking monocle. Right? Yeah. Supposedly he doesn't. I'm looking. Um, the the other example is um, the product Kit Kat contains a hyphen, so it's the way we think Kit Kat is. It's Kit hyphen Cat, but it's actually just Kit Kat together. I never even would have thought about that, but maybe the, I think that's maybe just the thing that people get misconstrued. Um, I never, for one, gave a shit about Kit Kats. Uh, the white chocolate ones are the best, but <laughs> that's just me. So, moving on to the end of this uh, little article here, or article notes, I should say. Um, it, the section's titled Reality, so I guess we're moving back into the reality version of it, not the science or the witchcraft, uh, Satan, black magic version. Um, frequently reported errors can become part of collective reality. The internet also doesn't help this process by circulating the false information. So I guess that's like a big internet game of telephone. Uh, for example, the simulations of the 1997 Princess Diana car crash are regularly mistaken for the real footage. So I just learned about this today. I guess there's simulations of the, that car crash that people think is the real thing. Yeah. Through the internet, I guess they can be misconstrued that it is a real thing if you don't know your information, right? Um, the majority of Mandela effects are attributable to memory errors and social misinformation. The fact that a lot of the inaccuracies are trivial suggests they result from a selective, from selective attention or faulty inference. Were you gonna say something? No, I'm just like mind blown right now. Yeah. So not to say that the Mandela effect is not explicable in terms of the multiverse. In fact, the notion of parallel universes is consistent with the work of quantum physicists. But until the existence of alternative realities is established, psychological theories appear much more plausible, which is why I think most people turn to science aspect of it. Yeah. It's interesting to say the least. Um, so I'm going to go to the main example here. The Berns So is it the Bernstein or the Bernstein? I said Bernstein bears. Or, sorry, Bernstein or Bernstein bears. What do you think it is? I know everyone remembers this book. It's those cool-looking bears. Yeah. Like five pages. Um, the books are actually called the Bernstein Bears, like stain as a, on the carpet, but uh. not Bernstein. I always call it the Bernstein. Yeah. Um, it's an A, not an E in there. But most people remember the Bernstein Bears. Uh, we can. There's a couple on this uh, article here. There's a couple comments i guess people had about it i'll read one or two it's nothing super crazy um march 2014 jm said i assume these are just comments on this website in particular um i too clearly remember it as bernstein even though i never read the books why would anyone change that it seems irrelevant um jennifer said i had overlooked the material here about people remembering the popular children's books as being bernstein bernstein bears not bernstein Fuck, dude, I'm I'm uh, losing it here. <laughs> Bernstein bears, not Bernstein bears. I just saw that today and it blew my mind. I was a meticulous spelling nerd as a child and have zero doubt that the books the kids were re are, were reading were about the Bernstein bears. I tried to research Library of Congress and trademark info today to see if maybe they had at some point been a changeover due to multiple parties using variations of the name. Nope, the official records state that the series was always Bernstein. After the very real last names of the authors, which is Bernstein. So. Damn. I can totally see that, though, because there's, like, certain words that, 
like we've changed as a society that aren't like when somebody says nuclear nuclear like it's a yeah. nuclear nuclear power plant and stuff like that it's actually nuclear like e-a-r most people say yeah. nu nuclear like u-l-a-r yeah nuclear yeah it's it's n-u <laughs> n-u-clear and yeah. nu nuclear instead of nuclear well that's like uh the bricks when they say aluminum aluminium or illuminati or maybe that's just a meme <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh, um, man. yeah dude so that's that's my little segment uh take that how you want it uh very interesting in my opinion oh definitely definitely a lot more examples on that but i gave probably four or five so think about it Sheesh. let us you know let us know what you think somewhere i don't know multi-dimensional multi-dimensional so, yeah. vampires so i guess that's a good time to take our little break for our uh, spotify audio listeners anchor listeners whatever you may be listening on yeah. to uh get our juicy ad read in for me that we still haven't done yet so yeah we'll be uh, right back All right. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Uh, God, I love doing that live on Twitch. It just feels so good to just stare oh, yeah. at nothing. And they're just um, like, okay, is my uh, audio broken? And they unplug all their audio <laughs> cables to reset it. As uh, as every week, I hope you really enjoyed that beautiful ad read from me, who sounds quite fucked, honestly. Yeah. We're going to do a recording together of it soon. Yeah, I think that's what we need to do. It's going to be a lot better. Oh, yeah. It'll be a little but, more fun, more enjoyable for you guys to listen to, hopefully. Instead of me, hey guys, hey guys, Daryl here. I'm gonna get real, <laughs> real close with you right now. Here, I'm gonna oh, level yeah. with you. I'm gonna level with you right <laughs> now. Okay, just listen, please. <laughs> Buy my stuff. It's gonna be huge. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, oh, Mondo, man. what do you got for us, man? All right. So here we go. Here we go. Now. Daryl, uh -huh. have you okay. ever heard yeah. of Jimmy Seville? Uh -huh. Jimmy Dean? Not Jimmy Dean. Jimmy no, Seville. No. Nope. Never. All right. Not this too many new, people man. have. You told me the name of this. I have no idea. Okay. So this comes <clears> – there's a documentary shot on this. Very, very, very little coverage okay. in any of the early 2000s. It all started mm -hmm. coming up till now. Reason being is because it was a massive pedophile ring that was busted – in britain what Are you fucking kidding me yeah massive like we're talking hundreds and hundreds of people that were assaulted by this man and bunch One of people person? no no like 50 people oh yeah okay, okay. but the ringleader of it all was a man named jimmy seville okay so this guy this is a little messed up it's a little dark so if if there's anybody under the age of 18 i'm warning you right now this is very dark. Yeah, that's a good thing you did that. Um, that's really good, actually. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're under the age of 18, we have put a disclaimer in this one because yes. it is pretty deep and dark. So if you go and tell your parents about it and they freak out, and I get an email explaining that my three-year-old or five-year-old just watched a video on you explaining a pedophile ring bust, I will be emailing them back and saying you shouldn't have been on this stream. Yeah, uh, if Mondo puts a disclaimer on it, because I have no idea what the fuck's about to happen, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> okay, so Jimmy Seville was a guy in the 1900s who did a lot of charity work. 
he raised okay. probably $5.1 million for this little hospital that nobody really knew, nobody was really working with, and they were having a hard time, like, becoming an actual recognized hospital. Well, he built it from, like, the ground up, basically, giving them millions and millions of dollars and helping them build certain parts of the hospital up. One of the big things that the hospital dealt with was children. Uh-huh. So, so it was like a children's hospital. It was, yeah, it was. It wasn't recognized as a children's hospital, but one of the big things that they did work into was trying to make it more of a children's hospital. Okay. And it, and so they also worked with like pregnancies and and elderly care and stuff like that, but the main focus, children. So he was born into kind of a um, shitty family. He worked mm-hmm. in the coal mines and stuff like that, and then he became a TV show host not long after that because he got injured and he started to get more and more celebrity status from that so much so that he got recognized by the queen of england who's still in power today whoa no way yes and was friends with a lot of the people in the catholic church Now that has no there's no correlation between that and the pedophile ring i'm not making that comparison um but he was very high up what i'm trying to explain is that he had a lot of connections like he knew a lot of High-powered people. Okay. So, in 1940s, the first allegation came, and he was only, like, he was young. Like, he was very young. And the first allegation came, and it was a neighbor, blah, 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 blah. Nothing came of it, because it was just a young guy doing stupid stuff. Then, later on down the line, about 20 years later, multiple allegations started popping up. So... He was doing more and more charity work, but he was doing a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that people were starting to find out. There was different things like people saying that he was going into children's hospitals and closing the door whenever he was walking into children's rooms and doing sketchy stuff. Mm -hmm. All these allegations were coming out, and the media was covering absolutely none of it. Absolutely not a single thing. The Out of nowhere, the queen knighted him. So they gave him the the status of sir, which in England is a what? huge deal. Like you, That's you hardcore, dude. yeah, you get a lot of immunity doing that. A lot of people argue that he did this so that he could block himself from a lot of the allegations that were coming because no one would think it would be a sir or a person. That's right. Yeah, or a person that's funding a lot of charities. Ooh. So, what happened was there was a um the, one one of the main reasons why nobody was kind of pushing towards this is because he was one of the main benefactors of the hospital systems and Mm -hmm. it would be absolute media suicide for the queen to come out she knew of these allegations before she knighted him she was made well aware of it and she still knighted him and the queen right the queen yeah okay and she didn't say anything about it gave no comment there was no media cast of any of this the first time the media actually said anything about it was in 2010 and it was a guy who came he the the uh i have his name right here the um so this stuff happened in the the 40s 1940s this happened in like from the from the 50s all the way to 2012 when he died are you kidding me yes so jesus i gotta find his name here you're good so this dude is doing this like all his life then, huh? Pretty much. And he made a uh, like a group for this. Uh, yes. So what it was is God. they they called it the Ninth Circle, 
So it's 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 based off of uh, Dante's Inferno, the Ninth Circle of Hell, which is okay. reserved for people like this, um, mm. who do like lewd acts and sex and stuff like that. He was so the 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 administrator of affairs of sorry <laughs> the, 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 the administrator of affairs the chief investigator his name was William Hag he heard of these allegations there were hundreds and hundreds of allegations brought to him in 2008 Jeez. hundreds like people raped children actually raped nobody was drawing any connections whatsoever kids wow. that went missing and died like killed from this guy and the administrator shut it completely down said we're not doing any further investigation on this well he died in 2012 all of the sudden right after 2012 the media blows up everybody everybody saying he was a pedophile he did this he did that so a bunch of different there was a whole cabinet that he worked with especially and a bunch of names like Stuart Hall Fred Talbot Ray Tourette, Ray Tourette, William Roche, Michael Lavelle, Neil Fox, all of these people that were big up-and-coming superstars, they were a part of this ring, and they started doing this investigation and uncovering these things. Now, one of the biggest things that was happening undercover at the very end of his life was he had bought a boat, and this is the famous death rides, which they now have made famous, and this is all from a conspiracy theory that people had made in England. Like that this was going on, but nobody was putting it together, and it, it then was found true. That's that's what the whole the point fuck? of it. Yeah. So this started as a conspiracy theory. It, yeah, it just started as a theory that this was going on because people were hearing more and more about this and putting it together. Holy shit. Yeah. So the Margaret Thatcher cabinet, which he had helped design, fifty percent of them were found to be guilty of child pornography and child endangerment and pedophilia charges. So there was like 300-some people that were being investigated for this because especially the few that had taken part in these things called the death rides, which were he had bought a boat, and he was lending out this boat to certain people that were higher up that wanted to uh -huh. do this kind of things. And he was taking kids on these joy rides on a boat who didn't have parents, who were mentally challenged, or who God. were homeless. And putting them on there, they would go do their thing with these kids, kill them, and throw them into the river. That's fucking disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. It's... No media God. coverage whatsoever all the way till 2012. Even the allegations were popping up like crazy that these kids were going missing. So if you think that if you think for one fucking second that your government is has not hidden things from you, oh, then okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. What I'm gonna what I am saying though is 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 like don't quit you don't have to question everything but sometimes there's there's a few conspiracy theories that are actually true so don't always shut down all conspiracy theories so aliens yeah exactly the yeti anyways after 2012 they could not strip him of his sir rank anymore because he was he was knighted but what they did okay. do is they're going to garbage his tombstone and so nobody knows where he's buried anymore so that's what that means? Garbage a tombstone? Yeah, pretty much. They scrap the, they break the, the tombstone, and then he's just... Nobody knows there. that his body's there anymore. Um, the organization that he, he was a part of now is gone. The people that were in 
control at that certain time. There are a few that are still in control today in Britain. There are a bunch of people that are still alive that were in that ring, including some of the names that I said that are still alive today, and they're in prison over there. They're yeah, still so all – Yeah, well, he got away with it. There's still all allegations toward him. Never did he ever go to court over it. Well, he died. Yeah. I mean, and you know what? It's kind of fucked up that there was that many allegations. Do you, do you think it's just because he was a sir? Uh, I think I definitely think it was a sir, and I definitely think that there is – I mean – it kind of goes to show if you know people of power, you can really get away with anything. I well, mean, I, uh, in my mind, I'm thinking that he got knighted, right? Because mm-hmm. he knew all the, the higher-ups and blah, blah, oh, blah, yeah. and all that shit. So that way he could do it because, in my in my mind, the the government over there doesn't want the sir status to look bad. Mm-hmm. Right? It taints it, yeah. Yeah. And if you tainted it with that sort of thing, if you're a sir, at that point, you'd be a pedophile, right? Oh yeah. So uh, that's pretty fucky. Um, so what's uh what else is going on with it? So as of right now, there is a bunch of different investigations going on. I mean, there's sting operations going on all over England, and they're still finding people that were a part of it. Cut! You cutting out, buddy? You got me now. Yeah, there it is. Okay. So there's <laughs> a bunch st- of sting operations. Yeah, there's sting operations going on all over England right now, still going on today, trying to weed out the ones that got away with doing these certain things there were many there were many and they're still alive today there's many like eyewitnesses that any i mean i don't want to get like too kind of gross with it but he was doing things with dead people too oh okay so what is that Uh, necrophilia or something like that yeah yeah say narcolepsy that's when you fall asleep yeah (laughs) (laughs) he wasn't doing that they probably wouldn't have had so much trouble with him if he did that but um yeah, so he was a necrophiliac, and there's eyewitnesses ah. of it, and there's no way that they can, like, prove it now because he's gone. They did a bunch of interviews with him before he died because these allegations were popping up like crazy, mm-hmm. and none of them were going into the court system, but interviewers were pestering him like crazy about it and being like, hey, like, there was a couple psychologists that met with him to see if he was an actual, like, psychotic person, and... He had this crazy – he had all the points that point to him being absolutely psychotic. Like, he was full of himself. He didn't remember any of his past wrongdoings. He could never admit that he did something wrong. He would never say sorry. He would never ask for forgiveness. Or he would never, like, even give them the opportunity to speak and saying that this is uh, that this is false. He never, he never said anything about it. He believed that he was 100% correct. So this dude was fucking nuts, is what you're saying. Yeah. He was absolutely nuts. And God. Oh, yeah, dude. And it's crazy, like, those kind of those, those kind of rings, they're, they're still busted today. I mean, they still find st- – there's sting operations in America where they're finding these oh, yeah. people, yeah, sleeping around with kids, younger teenage women and stuff like that. And it's – I mean, it's disgusting. But Jimmy Seville is something that's not – you never really hear about that name, but – it's still like if you go to his Wikipedia page, that's not the first thing that pops up. It still talks about all the charity work he did. Really? Yep. So, why? I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Why do you think that? Be, how do I say this? People are trying to wrap. I mean, it's a good thing that what he did in regard to the donating to the charities and stuff, but it's not super not good thing in regard to what he did. In, 
on the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why do you think people are still trying to keep his legacy alive in regard to the good things? I think it's the, all the bad things. I think it's wrapped yeah. around who he's connected to. I mean, you have Even the now? you. Oh yeah, I mean the. He's dead. Over in the other side of the lake, basically, the Catholic Church yeah. rules. Like that's like the number one says on most of that. So you got a guy who's tied with the Catholic Church. You got a guy who's tied with the Queen. Like going out regularly on occasions with them to an island, having vacations with the Queen's family and everything like that. You got politicians that are in his back pocket, and you're gonna come out there and say that this guy was like the number one pedophile that you've ever arrested in England. I think not. Like they they would never do that. So basically, all the other people are, aren't trying to taint themselves or their legacies. If they're, you know what I mean? Even though they haven't, maybe these, these select few haven't done that. Mm -hmm. They're still trying, they're, you know, they're trying to protect themselves. Yeah. Think about it. Like, associated with it. Yeah. Think about like the number one superstar that comes to your mind whenever you think superstardom. What do you mean? Like athlete? Uh, Whatever it actor? is. The Rock. Because I want to look let's, like him. Let's just say <laughs> this is nothing against The Rock. The Rock has never done any of this stuff, okay? Your ass, dude. Yeah, I know. He'll squish me like a freaking grape. Let's just say that someone made allegations like that towards him. That's okay. the same kind of thing over there. It's like, whoa, whoa, you can't do that, dude. Like, that's The Rock, exactly. He was, oh, okay. he was okay. that much of a star over there to people. He was the guy you look at as like, wow. He is the nicest guy. He he is so caring. He is so sweet. He's like that kind of person over there. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. That puts it in a little more perspective for me. Yeah. In my small brain. That's why, I mean, like, I look at the guy, I'm like, yeah, that guy's a pedophile. Like, <laughs> when I look <laughs> at him. But, like, apparently England didn't think so. so. Well, you know, they, um, <laughs> you know, to them we're all fat, eat cheeseburgers and yeah. Them to us, they got gaps in their teeth, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I've linked all the investigations that they've done on that, all the different sting operations that they've had. Yeah, that'll be cool. So you can go and look through. There was like six different sting operations that have gone on in England since that time, uh, looking into different people, into different um, branches of the government and stuff like that, trying to weed them out. That's nuts. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. Oh my god! When I when I when I first stumbled upon that, I like turned it on because I saw oh Ninth Circle. Like I didn't know what it was about, but I was in the car driving up to Pittsburgh, and I was like oh Ninth Circle. Like this should be, this should be fun. And then uh, all of a sudden, my mind was blown. Like 15 minutes into it, I'm like, how have I never heard of this? Like yeah, I've I've never heard of it either. Oh yeah. Is that would that kind of be the same situation as like the Michael Jackson stuff? Well, yes. And no, I think that the Michael Jackson stuff is, well, you know, that, that could be, yeah, that could be like a correlation to it. Michael Jackson, though, wasn't really like, I don't know. He wasn't really like that kind of person where it was like he thought the world of himself because they've done interviews and looked at interviews of Michael Jackson as being a psychotic person. He definitely has, some, he had some type of issues with like how his age line, cause his childhood was so messed up. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there was never anything proven just like this guy too. So it's like, you can't really like, like with Jimmy Seville, it was like, you have like hundreds of people coming out and saying, yeah, you raped me, and that's, I don't know, man. 
It's yeah. it's difficult to prove, but on his level, on Jimmy Seville's level, you had many people saying it, and then you had people that also were in the organization with him that also said Jimmy Seville was one of the guys who was a ringleader of this. You have guys going out in Jimmy Seville's boat and doing this to children. You have guys that are living in Jimmy Seville's house. You have houses that are owned by Jimmy Seville that there's organized, like, crime going on in with these kind of rings. That's fucked, dude. Absolutely. Um... Fuck. Is that all you got? About the Jimmy Seville thing, yeah, man. Yeah. I that the Mandela effect is what I had for today. So unless you got any more, I don't know, um could ramble on about Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost at an hour anyway, so Yeah, no, we could we could close her out at an hour. Yeah. But so let's uh, Yeah, that's uh those are our uh, conspiracy theories for today. Yeah, let us let us know what you guys uh Yeah, guys rate think. us uh five stars on iTunes, uh YouTube, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh fucking Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Do something for us. Give us a comment. I do cool. we do we have can you do comments on Spotify? Like uh I don't think on Spotify. I know on iTunes you can. And iTunes. We're definitely on iTunes. We do so not you, have a comment on iTunes yet. I, no, we don't. Someone leave us a comment on iTunes and we'll give you a shout out in the next video. Yeah, that'd be really neat. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so I, dope. <laughs> It's like on our end, we can see that people are listening, but you know what I mean? It's like some kind of interaction through text, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Really cool. I mean, we had uh, some dude in our Twitch chat today talking about a bunch of stuff, but, you know, without other people being able to see it, it's kind of hard to respond. Usually Mondo types back to them, and yeah. I just kind of look at it. <laughs> So he's he's the one that usually does that, I guess, because my my keyboard's way too loud. But other than that, I mean, I guess that's our uh, two episodes on conspiracy theories. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was very good. Oh yeah, quite fun to learn about those. We uh, so. if we, if we ever stumble upon anything, or if anybody messages us a great conspiracy theory, we might revisit it at some point in our. I think so as well. That'd yeah. be super cool. We'll be we'll be probably popping back to this at some point in our lives, but the um, we will be announcing next week's on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday is Wednesday. when I usually try to do it. All right, uh, I'm really excited. We got like the next couple picked out, and if we're doing the one I think we're gonna do next week, unless we get that intro, I'm super pumped for it. It's yeah. gonna be really good. Yeah, depending on intro. Yeah, depending on intro, we have like, at least two lined up. Dependent. Two intros dependent. No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, Two we have episodes. the... I was Depending like, damn, we got a intro. double intro. Uh, that'd be neat, but... That'd be so dope. We'll get her done. Yeah. Um, some good stuff coming your guys' way, for sure. So, thanks for tuning in to the episode. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, uh, problem underscore podcast. Uh, for you audio listeners, it's twitch.tv forward slash not a prob pod. For you Twitch uh, viewers and YouTube viewers, uh, anchor.fm forward slash not a problem. Uh, we're on Spotify, not a problem iTunes, not a problem. Um, Google Podcasts, not a problem. Wherever you like to listen, whether you're driving, taking a shit, whatever you're doing, man. Yeah. Taking a taking a nap. Yeah. Listening to us, our beautiful voices. Or um, even for all those National Guard folk who are out in the field, just chilling in the uh, in the Porta John, just trying to you know yeah. hang out. Yeah, cranking one out, a little. <laughs> a little wake and bake action in the portage on there. Yeah, <laughs> Baking yeah, at yeah, 117 yeah. degrees in California. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.